Welcome to the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast, where we help you answer today's most important health and wellness question. Is your sleep making you tired? I'm your host, Tara Clancy. Join me each week for the stories, the science, and the solutions to help you banish counterfeit sleep and have more energy, increased productivity, and a reflection in the mirror you love. Go ahead and subscribe and you'll get each new episode as soon as it goes live. If your sleep is making you tired, it's time to change that and get back to being you. The Counterfeit Sleep Podcast, Season 1, Episode 27. Today, we're going to talk about how to avoid sleep problems this fall. Now, I don't know where you are, but we're broadcasting out of Makito Studios, which is just outside of New York City. That's in the northeast of the U.S. So that means, given that it's September, we're seeing signs of fall. Yeah, there's a little bit of changing leaves, some of that pretty red color starting to show. But mostly, uh, there's another big change that I saw. Yesterday, I went outside to have a bite of lunch on the patio, as I like to do. And normally, at that time of day, I've got to be really careful about positioning the umbrella at the table so that the sun isn't really pouring in on me. But yesterday, it wasn't a factor. I was in the shade of the trees. So what does that mean? It means that the angle of the sun has changed. It's at a lower angle. And of course, that ends up having some, uh, or can end up causing sleep problems um, for some people. Beyond that, um, the sun now is also going to lead us into shorter days because of the way of the positioning of the earth uh, relative to the sun. And shorter days have a, has a ripple effect on our sleep performance. And then maybe uh, the other big factor, of course, is the idea of seasonal allergies. There are um, the late uh, late summer, early fall blooms in the air. There are uh, molds that are coming out as things die off and all these other things that can really kick seasonal allergies into gear. So we'll get into how those three things lead to sleep challenges and we'll talk about the five strategies to avoid sleep problems in the fall, what we call the fall five. Number one, has to do with your vitamin D level. You see, when the sun changes its angle, the rays of sun that allow you to make vitamin D can no longer reach your skin um, depending upon how far north you are. So if you're like me, living up around the New York City um, latitude, you can be out in the sun, but you're not going to be able to make the vitamin D because the the um the right angle I'm sorry the right rays of the sun will not reach your skin so what does that mean for you that you'll probably need to begin supplementing because you won't be able to make it naturally and the takeaway is this vitamin d is essential for healthy sleep 
And of course, healthy sleep is essential for everything else, including a healthy immune system. So you want to make sure that you um, allow yourself to maintain a healthy vitamin D level in the fall, um, even though the sun is at a, an angle that doesn't allow you to do it outside naturally. If you want to take a deep dive into this, um, this idea of vitamin D and, and how to, uh, what appropriate levels are for you, we did an excellent episode with um, Dr. Stasha Gomenak um, just a couple of weeks ago, and she really gets in and tells you exactly what you need to do. So check out episode 24, The Vitamin D Controversy with Stasha Gomenak to find out more about how to really keep your vitamin D level up. Okay, so then the second, um, the second one of the fall five is really this. Continue to use your blackout shades. You should always sleep in complete darkness. Now, the reason that we have to really talk about this in the fall is because it might seem that it really isn't necessary to use them because after all, the, the days are shorter and the nights are longer. So you're thinking, hey, I'm, I'm going to bed and it's dark and I'm waking up and it's, it's still dark. So what do I need the blinds for? Well, a, a couple of things. One is, uh, of course, it depends on where you live. Uh, it's, you know, if you happen to live in the city or, you know, in, in a kind of populated suburbs, you'd have ambient light coming in through your windows and that light really does um, wreak havoc on your sleep but even if you don't live in the city or the suburbs I want you to think about it, what it's like in, in a, um, a rural environment you know you may um, most nights have no ambient light around but what happens when the full moon comes around then that would really disrupt your sleep. Um, I remember when I first moved from the city to the country and I was in a new house and you know, when you're unpacking and everything, you know, you might not get to put the curtains up right away. So I did it. And, uh, the next night, well, there I was, uh, at 2 AM with the, the, the full moon, like a spotlight on my face. And yeah, I was wide awake because of that. And of course, too, you know, I was tired the next day because it had disrupted my sleep. So again, the bottom line, the then, um, you know, number two is continue to use your blackout shades, even though the um, the conditions might not seem that you need it. Um, it really is helpful. And another thing about going along with that blackout shade, and this gets very uh, specific to fall, is that... Um, People in the fall are more likely to have disrupted sleep because of seasonal allergies, right? Think about you go to bed, right? You're dealing with symptoms like itchy eyes, runny nose, scratchy throat. That's going to pull you out of your sleep. So um, if you can use the blackout shades and take away the possibility that light is going to wake you up, you're giving yourself a better chance of possibly getting... Um, know the the good night of sleep that you need the healthy restorative sleep the what we like to call the high performance sleep um, if you'd like to get more information um, on seasonal allergies and sleep because again a lot of people are really affected by that 
um, by seasonal allergies and it has a really big impact on sleep. Uh, we had a really great episode with Dr. Mina Kim where we talked about seasonal allergies and sleep and all the fun stuff that goes along with it. You know, the post-nasal drip, the inflammation, how that comes to impact your sleep and really cause um, like true counterfeit sleep. Um, and then, um, of course, you know, what you can do to to make it through the seasonal allergy period without having such bad effects. So check that out. That's episode 10. And then one more note on that is to remember this, that, you know, if you are dealing with seasonal allergies, that means your body is in overdrive. So it's possible that you just may need more sleep. And so if you're using the blackout curtains and, um, you know, you sleep in past sunrise because you happen to need that sleep, well, that's great. Then you're giving your, yourself the chance to get that extra sleep. Um, and one other thought on that, if, if, if you do, let's say you do have to get up early, get out to work and you did not get a good night of sleep. Well, if you need to nap during the day, nap right? Give, treat your body and, and your, your mind with, with grace. Um, and the good news on that is that, um, 34% of companies now encourage naps on the job, right? And of course, if, if you're not even going into the, the workplace anymore, like so many people aren't, you may be just be able, you may have flexibility to work at home and you could take a nap if you need to. So definitely do that if you're dealing with seasonal allergies and not getting the sleep that you need to at night, because the sleep at night is what really helps you keep that healthy immune system. And that's what we really need, I think, above anything else right now. But there is one, um, one, one takeaway, one real, I guess a caveat, I'd call it a caveat. Like I said, if you need to nap, nap, but realize that napping is really only a short term solution or it should be a short term solution for a kind of acute problem. Like you're, you're, you're having seasonal allergies for a week and you're not getting sleep for a week. So you nap every day for that week. Like that's appropriate, but if it goes beyond that, if you're finding that you need to nap every day, just like I did, if you know my uh, story from early on in episode two, then that's really a sign that you are getting low performance sleep and you really don't want to do that because low performance sleep means low performance days. So you can uh, check out, um, also we did a, an episode on um, called The Napping Controversy in episode 17, and that really tells you the story of two attorneys and which one was uh, doing okay with napping and which one was really, um, you know, having showing the signs of a bigger challenge because of the napping. So check that out as well. Um, and if you do find that you are napping and, and, um, napping regularly, not really just cause you're having an acute problem, then realize that your first step to getting high performance sleep is to take our sleep performance assessment. And that will really help you kind of key into what's going on. And then we can help you figure out what strategies would be appropriate to get you, uh, to get, you know, so you get high performance sleep. A high-performance workforce starts with high-performance sleep. Do you know how your workforce measures up? Find out today. Take the Sleep Performance Assessment. Learn more 
at hypersleep.com. That's H-I-P-E-R sleep.com. Today's sponsor asks this important question. Have you done a mental health check today? Have you been feeling off? How long have you felt that way? Cindy Chosick is a speaker, ghostwriter, and author who connects the dots to the symptoms, solutions, and sound bites so we can help ourselves, our teams, and our loved ones. Learn more at GetSoConnected.com. So those two strategies, the making sure that you maintain a healthy vitamin D level and that you continue to use blackout shades, those are really strategies that you should use throughout the year. The remaining three strategies of the fall five are indeed specific to fall. And what we're going to do to make it easy to take it all in is actually put those in small episodes, little bonus episodes, and we're going to drop those each Friday of this month as we march our way into the official fall season. And even if you're not in a place where you have the fall season coming in. Maybe you're lucky enough to be in the islands or something like that. I still would like to ask you to make a promise to yourself to put sleep front and center. I think we can all agree that we are going to be facing greater stresses and greater challenges than we've ever seen before. And the better your sleep, the better everything else is. When you get better sleep, you're you're healthier physically, you're healthier mentally, and you're healthier emotionally. And I think that's what we're all going to need going forward to to stay safe and, and sound. So go ahead and subscribe to the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast. You'll get all the bonus episodes the next few Fridays that'll give you the three sleep strategies that you need for fall so you can avoid sleep problems. And it'll also give you access to episode number 24 on vitamin D with Dr. Stasha Gomanak. Excellent episode. And you'll get access to number 10 on seasonal allergies with Dr. Mina Kim. Another excellent episode. And then you can also check out Number 17, the napping controversy to really help you get a hold on when napping is okay and when napping is really a sign of counterfeit sleep. And as always, like we say on the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast, you know, first and foremost, think about how you feel. If you wake up, you feel great, and you have the energy that you need for the day, then just keep doing what you're doing. You're golden. But if you wake up tired or you find that you just don't have the energy, then, or if you have other problems, anything popping up, then think of the XYZ formula. And that goes like this. If you have problem X, no matter what it is, ask why and make your Zs, your sleep, your primary suspect. Because so much of what we deal with is related to low performance sleep. So share this episode with your family, share this episode with your coworkers, and share this episode with anybody that you may be talking to 
who's thinking they may need some sleep help. When we do this, we are healthier in our bodies and healthier in our minds, and that's how we can um, avoid sleep problems in the fall and all the related problems that go with sleep problems. And that includes mental health problems, and September is Suicide Prevention Month. So I ask you to check in on each other about sleep and just about how you're doing in general. See you on Friday for strategy number three. A high-performance workforce starts with high-performance sleep. Do you know how your workforce measures up? Find out today. Take the sleep performance assessment. Learn more at hypersleep.com. That's H-I-P-E-R sleep.com. That ends this episode of the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast, where we help you answer today's most important health and wellness question, is your sleep making you tired? Follow us to get the stories, the science, and the solutions to help you take your counterfeit sleep journey. And leave us a review to help other people find us. Thank you. And remember, if your sleep is making you tired, it's time to change that and get back to being you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.